Hello everyone, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and I'm going to talk with you guys about user-generated content. So user-generated content, I'm going to shorten it up to UGC just to make it easier through this podcast to talk about it. It's basically any kind of post, any kind of media, like photos, videos, blogs, wikis, podcasts like this, and any kind of content that's created and shared within an amateur setting or even like a professional setting. It's basically any kind of content that goes out onto the interwebs. So UGC has a pretty interesting background. So it can be traced back to before even like the internet where you had people that would put together opinions pages like in the newspaper or put together like scrapbooks and family photo albums. And it used to be something that it was heavily based on word of mouth. So you would put together like an article or a newspaper and you'd have to go out there and actually spread the word about your content and try to get people motivated to read it and check it out. You didn't really have the type of distribution that you have with the internet nowadays. However, if you do look at nowadays, we have quite the distribution channel that we can go through. So you can make videos and you can upload them to places like Vine or Instagram or YouTube. Or you can put together like a podcast like this and put it up through SoundCloud, put it up through iTunes, put it through Blogger, pretty much everywhere. Or you can take photos and edit them and put them up on the places like Instagram or Facebook. You basically get the picture. So UGC has a pretty interesting situation for itself where you have a lot of companies and you have a lot of brands that look at UGC and think, oh, this would be pretty cool. And I could actually put together a pretty cool campaign and get people interested So the first thing you have to consider with any kind of UGC is you have to make sure that there's some kind of storytelling element to it where you have like a hashtag and you invite people to share their content and do it in a way to where people are sharing stories and sharing ideas between one another. You don't want to put together any kind of program or strategy where all you're talking about is the company or the brand. And at that point, you're not really inviting people to generate their own content. You're trying to get them to create content pertaining to the company and the brand. That just doesn't set well with a lot of customers or um, any kind of audience. So an example of something that is a pretty cool campaign would be the Starbucks Cup where it's not necessarily that Starbucks is going out there and and telling people to share their cup, but they came up with an idea and ultimately a competition where people could take a Starbucks cup and they can draw their own designs and draw their own pictures on it and submit it to Starbucks to get the chance to have their own cup or have their cup featured in stores. And it was a really cool campaign where people could put together their own designs and get creative and submit it for the world to see and share their artistic ability. The pro for Starbucks is they could use whatever design they wanted to from all of their content that they got from people and not have to pay an illustration artist to put together a design for their cups. So in a way, it's almost kind of like free work that they were able to get people to go and be creative and submit it and 
Starbucks features maybe a couple of designs and hooray, you put something together for Starbucks and it's getting distributed everywhere. However, not all UGC campaigns has to necessarily include the company or their products. An example of this, of uh, a campaign that I absolutely love is the opt outside campaign that REI put together where REI is literally telling people to not shop on Black Friday, but instead going outside and exploring and taking pictures and sharing their story and sharing what they're doing with their life and how they are experiencing the outdoors. And there's a couple great reasons to put together a campaign like this where you have people that are able to put together their own stories and use a, use a hashtag, which is the hashtag optoutside, and share stories and start a conversation and get people involved with the company, not from the perspective of sharing the product or sharing the brands, but sharing a story to make it feel like a customer can relate to the company and can tell a story and not feel like anyone's going to judge them for sharing it. However, there can be some pretty heavy stipulations if a brand or a company goes out to the internet and pulls user-generated content and tries to use it for their own campaign. And what I mean by this is if it isn't necessarily like a campaign or a contest, or anything like that, if a company just goes out there and realizes that people are putting stuff together and it happens to reinforce their brand or happens to be associated with their brands, that they can just go out there, take the content, reuse it, and be like, hey, check this out. The problem with that is then you have a customer or an audience member that is very upset if they don't get compensated for their work or if you don't credit them with the work, and you can end up finding yourself with a pretty hefty lawsuit, even though technically it's out in the public domain of the internet, there's still a bit of copyright associated with anyone putting their own content on the internet. So one thing I would highly recommend is if you go out to the internet and you find content pertaining to your brand, instead of stealing it and trying to reuse it, definitely get a hold of whoever created it and let them know that, one, you appreciate that they took the time to talk about your brand and create any kind of content pertaining to your brand and asking for permission to use it. In more cases than none, you're going to end up with someone who is super excited because you took the time to consider their content and even recognize them as a customer. And they're going to be more likely to want to engage with your brand and help you out with distributing this content. Of course, they want their content to be out there. Just make sure that you attribute them with any kind of reference, with any kinds of acknowledgement so people know where the content came from and they can follow up with whoever made it to possibly make future content. Which kind of leads into the next point about user-generated content and how it can be a benefit for a company or a brand. So... User-generated content has this uncanny ability of predicting trends that are occurring in marketing. And what I mean by this is when you have someone who creates content that's either humorous or funny or just playing out stupid, that it can start like a viral campaign. And all of a sudden, people are sharing this stupid video or this humorous video 
And it ends up triggering people to do certain things or act a certain way or buy a certain thing. And UGC has this ability of giving insight to a brand or a company to know that if someone is sharing content and it's happening on a regular basis and it's happening to where people are tuned in to this kind of thing, that it can serve as a pretty big opportunity. The first thing that kind of comes to mind when I'm thinking of something that went viral overnight, it felt like, was the mannequin challenge, where you had a bunch of people, and I believe this started on Vine or something. It was like some kids in school that started this or whatever. Basically, the mannequin challenge, what ended up happening was you had like a 30-second video or so where they were playing Black Beatles by um, Ray Sremert or whatever it's pronounced. And you had everyone that were frozen. And you had a cameraman that was going around and kind of observing what was happening in the background and foreground and kind of happening in general. And you had all these people and there was a lot of companies and a lot of different organizations that kind of caught on to it and put together their own thing. And one thing to know is when you have a trend like this or like a fad that comes in that the quicker you can jump to implement that kind of a fad, the more likely you'll get exposure and the more likely that people will end up finding you and maybe looking at what you're all about. However, you have to do this really quick where you can't just sit for a little while and be like, oh, this might catch on, this might not catch on. It's one of those things where you really have to take a guess and figure out, okay, is this going to catch fire? Is it going to go viral? And if you feel like there's an opportunity of it going viral. You want to jump on it in the first couple days because that's the only time people are ever going to be tuned into something like this. Otherwise, you're wasting your time, you're wasting your resources, and you might as well just move on with your typical campaign marketing, uh, hoopla, whatever you got going on. So at the end of the day, a bit of a recap about UGC and what it's all about. Basically, is any kind of form of media or post that someone puts up it has an uncanny ability of predicting trends that a brand or a company can jump on before it's too late. And it's a great way of acquiring content and getting your customers involved and getting them engaged with your brands and being able to tell a story or allow them to share a story and create a conversation that is beneficial for both the customer and the brand. So with that being said, if you have any additional questions about user-generated content, what it's all about, what kind of trends have come from it, feel free to either comment on this podcast or send me an email at britain at impactdesign.com with any kind of questions, any kind of things I should look at. This is a great way of putting together like case studies where maybe we'll look at a case study of a brand that uses this kind of tactic effectively or ineffectively, or any company who just misses the boat in general. So other than that, any other ideas you may have, go to impactdesign.com. Let me know what kind of questions or what kind of topics I should cover in the future podcast episodes. And if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe and make sure that you share it 
we want to make sure we build a community where we're all talking about marketing, design, all the cool things, all the bad things, and all the terrible things that are happening out there. So like it, share it, find us on SoundCloud if you found us or found this podcast on SoundCloud and subscribe or we're on iTunes as well. So make sure that if you're listening from the iTunes land that you subscribe to us there, so on and so forth. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about UGC, and I look forward to talking with you soon.